KYW News Radio Original Podcasts. Once a year, young, aspiring track and field athletes flock to Philadelphia with one thing on their minds winning the Penn Relays and getting one step closer to their Olympic dreams. University City gets overrun by these athletes and fans for one long weekend in April. There are events at all levels, from fourth grade to masters, but the biggest ones are high school and college. On the list of schools competing, you'll see a lot of local names. It's 17, Germantown Academy, Overbrook, Hereford, LaSalle Academy. A lot of schools from other states along the East Coast, a handful from states farther away, and then a ton from Jamaica. The energy that we got from the crowd was just insane. It wakes the Caribbean community around. The people travel from afar to come here to just come watch the relays. Jamaican fans cheer on their high school and college teams. But there's actually another team behind the scenes that makes the whole trip possible. A team of volunteers from New York and Philadelphia, Team Jamaica Bickle. Team Jamaica Bickle made it much easier for us, you know, because there are many schools back home who would not be able to afford a trip of this nature. We just like to use this opportunity to say on behalf of all the high school, we couldn't have done it without you. So we are eternally grateful. This is the Johncast, a podcast about interesting and unexpected stories from Philadelphia. I'm Sabrina Boyd-Circa, and this week, we'll meet the athletes, coaches, and volunteers of Team Jamaica Bickle to find out why so many people from Caribbean countries come all the way to Philly just for the pen relays, why the volunteers dedicate so much time and money to helping them, and how this one weekend can change a young athlete's life. Jamaica has been competing at the Penn Relays for almost 60 years now. It started in 1964 when Kingston College High School first ran the 440-yard relay. More and more Jamaican athletes came every year until in 2013, the Jamaican flag became the first foreign flag to be flown at the University of Pennsylvania's Franklin Field, where the relays are held. This year, in 2023, 44 high school and college teams are represented from Jamaica. So how did the pen relays become so popular there? Well, in a lot of Caribbean countries, running is a big thing. And with Jamaica, it's a big things, but it's a big thing. <laughs> Vincent Heath is one of the co-chairs who organizes everything for Team Jamaica Bickle at the pen relays. He lives in Philly, but he's from Jamaica, so he remembers what it's like for kids there. Running and athletics in the Caribbean is really fun. It's mano a mano. It's a one-on-one. Hey, I'm faster than you. Okay, let's see. And some of the times it's just challenging there. If you have kids that have to walk in miles and miles to school, that's one way to, you know, buy the time by just, you know, competing with each other. You can run barefooted if you have to, and you can. Very mm-hmm. few of you can play football without gears right. or f- basketball without gears. So it's a sport that lends itself to the situation. And while it's fun, we just do it. The Penn Relays are the oldest and largest track and field meet in the United States. 
they serve as kind of a early stage pre-Olympic competition. So for a country that values track and field so highly, it's a pilgrimage and the way to show that you can make it in this sport. It's an opportunity for them. You must realize that um, some of those students are what we'll call economically challenged. And this may be their first forte outside of Jamaica. But it's also a chance to spotlight their abilities. They are spotlighting their family. They may be the first one to be finishing high school. They may be the first one who is for the possibility of getting a scholarship to go to college. So I would like to say they're running for their lives. I don't mean running for their lives from an adverse situation, but to better their lives. They're running about their lives. Lots of scouts go to the pen relays. So for the high school athletes, they could come out of this with an athletic scholarship to attend an American university, get a great education, and continue their athletic training. For college athletes and beyond, the pen relays can be the first step toward an Olympic medal. The most obvious example from Jamaica is Usain Bolt. Before he became an eight-time Olympic gold medalist, he ran in the pen relays in the early 2000s, representing William Nibb High School, with the help of Team Jamaica Bickle. And he's far from the only success story. This year, we're going to be um, recognizing um, Johan Blake. He was here, I think it was 2007, he had that nice championship race. And he went on to be an Olympian and a gold medalist also. So he's going to be here. Penn is going to be recognizing him. So there are a lot of incredible examples for Jamaican athletes to aspire to. There's also a big Jamaican population living here in Philadelphia. According to the Pew Trusts, African and Caribbean communities are the fastest growing immigrant group in Philly. A lot of Jamaicans came to the area in the 80s and 90s, so even before Team Jamaica Bickle was around, Caribbean athletes had local support, making the trip easier. If we back up 29 years ago or before that, there were people in Philadelphia, alumni and friends of different high school who used to host a student, but there were also challenges there. If you have to go to work and then you have to get a student to the pen relays, it's something, okay? Yeah. Or when they finish running, then if it depends on your shift, they can't get back to you at times. So there will be, you sit there and wait on the street. And mm. from what Mr. Clear, you know, saw and decided, and I think we can do something a little bit more organized. Team Jamaica Bickle was started in 1994 by Erwin G. Clare, who's still the CEO. It's now a 501c3 nonprofit technically based in New York, where Mr. Clare lives. But there's a Philadelphia organizing committee, the group that Vincent co-chairs. Volunteers from both cities come out to help during the relays. You know, we provide three meals per day while they're on the track. You know, transportation to and from the hotel, transportation to and from the airport. We provide a certain amount of medical service. You just never know what could come up when you're competing in a very physically demanding sporting event in a foreign country. Plus, Team Jamaica Bickle gets support for the hotel, the food, the transportation, all through donations and fundraising, so that finances are not a barrier for the students. This year, Team Jamaica Bickle reserved the Clarion Hotel by the airport. They set up a conference room where they served breakfast every morning, and during the relays, they took over the Palestra, the University of Pennsylvania basketball stadium, which is right next to Franklin Field, where the relays are held. The Team Jamaica Bickle Village, as they call it, is a space for athletes to come rest after their events, hang out, get chiropractic care if they need it, and most importantly, eat. 
for those who don't know, bickle is a Jamaican word for food. Ah. Uh, okay. And that, ex- that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> okay. And what we do, first and foremost, we make sure they get something to eat, feed them. Something that suits their diet. Because um, when you travel, and if anyone travels and you go to a foreign country, no matter where you go, it takes you some time to get acclimated to that um, particular diet. And you, know, and you don't want to be worrying about you know, upset stomach and all that stuff when you're here for relays. Because those races, are, they're unforgiving. You're either ready or you're not ready. Right. And when the gun goes off, they're not care about whether you have a stomachache or not. It's your, <laughs> it's your time. Perform. Besides the health aspect of it, it's just nice for these students some of whom have never traveled this far before, to have a taste of home. This is a home away from home for them in Philadelphia. And we say Philadelphia is a city of brotherly love and sisterly affection, and we, that's what we give to them. What are some of the meals that you have while you're here that you all really like? Yeah, so we had um, stew chicken last night. We had curry chicken, that's all. And um, we, we got a little bite off of the pork chops. <laughs> <laughs> the food I remember from last year was the breakfast. Like, I remember having egg and bread and tea. So it's like, we had dumpling this morning, fried dumpling, boiled dumpling, aki and salt fish, kalaloo and salt fish. Aki is a fruit found in the Caribbean that you put together with um, codfish and the spices and stuff like that. They have boiled green bananas, yam, jerk chicken, all of which sounds amazing to me. But of course, these students eat this stuff all the time at home. They're in a new country here. Some of them want to try American food. Nakil Dinoon is a senior at Jamaica College High School, and this year was his first time at the Penn Relays he didn't seem quite as excited about the Jamaican food as some of the others. Coming outside of Jamaica, we would like to experience the American food because, you know, we are accustomed to the Jamaican food. So we'd like to come out here and try something new. Yeah. So do you think, will you get an opportunity to kind of try oh, some yes, new food? Oh, yes, we did. Okay. We did, and, and we loved it. But, you know, we are accustomed to the Jamaican food, so we'll eat that and dominate, and after, we'll eat the American food. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> In just a minute, we'll meet more of the Jamaican athletes and hear what their experience of the pen relays is like, from arriving in a foreign country to the moment they step out on the track, the one shot that could catapult their athletic career. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Johncast. I'm Sabrina Boyd-Circa. The pen relays start on a Thursday. Athletes from Jamaica start arriving as early as the Friday before. Vincent, the organizer from Team Jamaica Bickle, says they hosted at least 433 athletes this year. And that's not counting the coaches or anyone else who traveled with them. So they basically take over the hotel. Okay, um, there is a lot of people here. So I guess, um, what's your team? Where are you all from? Okay, uh, my name is Rhonda Parchment. And this is Rhodes Hall High School. And we are from Hanover in Jamaica. We will be competing in the 4 by 100 meters relay, 4 by 400 meter relay, and the high jump for high school girls. A little track lingo that I had to learn. 4 by 100, or you'll often hear people say 4 by 1, means there are four people on the team running 100 meters each. So 4 by 4 is four people running 400 meters each, and so on. Mm-hmm. Each year brings a different experience for me as the coach. How many years have you been coming? I've been coming here since 2017, so it's been a while. (laughs) 
a lot of the athletes had never been to the Penn Relays before. Some were there for a second time, but in high school, it's primarily seniors and some lucky juniors who get the opportunity. Most of the athletes that I met were male, but there were a few young women proudly representing Jamaica. Rhodes Hall had some female runners and high jumpers. Miko University College used to have a women's relay team, but this year, they just had one female athlete. Yeah, so my name is Shatoy Chambers. I compete in the shot put. I was originally a football player. Oh. Yeah. Football what being call soccer. soccer. Right. <laughs> uh, and um, when I went to beer technical, that's when I started doing shot put and I loved the sport. So cool. I just continued. Beer technical is a high school in Clarendon, Jamaica. Shatoy went on to Miko University in Kingston and continued throwing shot put there. There were a lot of athletes who followed the same path as Shatoy, starting out playing football. Like Roshan Richards, who was running in the 4x2 relay. What made you want to switch to, to track then from football? In terms of like getting scholarships, you find that more um, athletes are getting scholarships to go overseas than um, athletes that play football. So that's why I chose that. And then I found a passion because you train so hard and then you go out there and you win. So it really motivates you to continue. Jamaica College, a high school in Kingston, has won eight championships at the Penn Relays in the past. This year, they came back looking for another. I'm Jaden Reed. I'm a senior and I'm here for the four by one. My name is Malik Smith-Band. I'm a senior, and I'll be competing in the 4x4 four four and 4x1. Four Jaden and Malik have run at the Penn Relays before. The energy that we got from the crowd was just insane because there's a lot of supporters from um, Jamaica, and they know us from JC and Champs. So just competing out there, you know, we just can't wait to do it again. The energy was just wild. We love it. We love competing here. Nakiel Danoon is a first-timer. He's the one who wanted to try American food earlier. But he's heard stories, and he knows what's at stake. Um, I'm just looking forward for the energy, the crowd, and just putting on a show because we've been dominant in the 4x4 basically the whole season, and we just can't come out here to carry back three plaques. When you win an event at the Penn Relays, you get a plaque. Jamaica College is competing in several field events as well, but the runners have three events, the 4x1, 4x4, and 4x8. So, of course, they want to get plaques for all of them. I mean, it means a lot because all of us are passionate about our sport and passionate about doing our best for our school. It means a lot. We just want to get all three plaques and do our best and bring home three plaques with us. For the first part of the week, the athletes spend most of their time training. They have to get here with enough time to acclimate because if you didn't realize this, Philadelphia is a little different weather-wise from Jamaica. My first experience, the cold is terrible. <laughs> the cold is terrible, you know, because being from the Caribbean, we're not really used to certain temperatures. Yeah. <laughs> so the different layers of clothes is something you have to get used to. I think every single athlete I met commented on the cold. I will say they got really unlucky. It was a rainy weekend with temperatures in the 50s. A week earlier, it was sunny and almost 80. Coach Parchment from Rhodes Hall High School says that would have been closer to the Jamaican climate. Yeah, it's cold. It's colder than what we're used to. <laughs> How hot is it on a typical oh, no, April typical day? day. 
like probably about 80 degrees or somewhere there about yeah yeah so really Monday so that's just 80 degrees is just kind of normal yeah, normal yeah I'm so sorry that you have to be <laughs> in the cold here after they get past the temperature shock it's time to focus you might expect a hotel with a bunch of high school and college students to get real rowdy but not in this case at least not until after the relays I would say usually after when we finish competing we, we, you know, socialize with other teams and everything, but before we just, you know, have our blinkers on and we just stay focused yeah. till after. So you're re really all kind of head in the competition definitely, until yeah. it's over. Yeah, definitely. Okay, that makes sense. They do meet other students and make friends, as much as you can make friends with your competition. Vincent Heath, the Team Jamaica Bickle organizer, says the rivalries are part of the fun. The camaraderie and the challenges of saying, you know, I'm faster than you, and of course, you know, say, you know, we have Usain Bolt. I'm not throwing it in anybody's face, but of course, <laughs> <laughs> you of know, course. everyone wants to be, you know, a Usain Bolt, and there are a lot of people all over the world. And that kind of camaraderie sort of like brings more out of the relays. The competition is hard on the track, but it's still friendly. You'll have Americans cheering for them. You'll have everyone cheering for them. We cheer for the Americans just the same. We have our schools here. We have our favorite school that we want to win, you know. When Villanova is in a 800, hey, I'm, I'm all into it. You know what I mean? LaSalle, <laughs> I'm all into it just the same, you know. And then at the Making same time. a lot of friends and a lot of enemies <laughs> by saying that. Yeah. Oh, yes, we do. A, we create this thing. And they have, we have this little word that sometimes we say frenemies, but, you know, yes. we don't go about to fight. <laughs> yes. We don't fight each other. It's just we do it on the track. Ultimately, Everyone just wants to make their country and their people at home proud. Beyond the relays, these athletes really all have the same goal. Do you have big dreams of going to the Olympics and continuing on? Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. 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 That's what we're here for. Thursday morning. Here it is. It's relay day. It's fun day. The stadium is surprisingly quiet at first. You can tell Jamaica is there. There are spots of green and yellow all over the place. But the schools racing right now are all from New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Virginia, Maryland, DC. People in the crowd are talking amongst themselves and there's a lot going on on the field. They've got it down to a science. Some athletes waiting on the sidelines while races finish and more lined up in the entrances to the field. There's pole vaulting in the center of the field, while around the track is the high school men's 4x1 relay. Jamaica College and Rhodes Hall both have teams competing today, but two other teams from Jamaica are up first, Calabar and Camperdown. In late for Camperdown and Jamaica, the defending champions, Calabar and Jamaica. Calabar holds the record for the fastest time in this event at 39 seconds. The schools are announced, and suddenly, the crowd is on their feet. The coaches, administrators, and organizers who have been here year after year know this moment well. It feels like home when you're in the stadium. The yellow outshines the, the American colors in the stadium here. Right. It's really just um, a huge Caribbean um, get-together in the stadium. Even though I must confess, I have not been in the stadium 
regularly over these 29 years because I've spent most of my time doing stuff outside. But I know when the Jamaicans are winning because I just listen to the crowd. (laughs) (laughs) The race starts. And very quickly, it's the two Jamaican teams neck and neck at the front. First and second place for that heat go to the two Jamaica teams. Jamaica College is up next. And this is Jamaica College. With a time of 41.85 seconds, Jamaica College wins their heat and qualifies for the finals the next day. After the race, Jaden is beaming with joy. It was amazing. Like We couldn't believe how much people out there really support Stacey. Yeah. So it was kind of surprising to us, and it felt good. JC went on to win the high school boys' 4 by one championship with a time even faster than their first round, 40.97 seconds. Five of the top six teams were from Jamaica. Even though I have no Jamaican lineage myself, I can't help but feel a sense of pride for Jamaica College and the other teams I met. In that stadium, with all the green and yellow around and the crowd going wild, it's kind of a contagious feeling, one that flows out far beyond the event, especially here in Philly. It's something I talked about with Vincent, the Team Jamaica Bickle Philadelphia co-chair. I also think of the Jamaican community, and I just, in any context, pride is one of the first things that I think of. I feel like there's maybe more than other countries. I don't want to assume. You know, everyone's proud of where they're from, but I just feel like there is a special level of pride. Listen, we love the flag here in America, but when we talk about Jamaicans, everything is Irie. And Irie is just a word. You interpret it the way you are. If you're Irie, you're feeling good. It's a certain pride about that country. It's a certain pride about the nation. It's probably one of the most recognizable flags on the planet Earth, right? Mm-hmm. Right now, it doesn't matter where you go. You know, a lot of people travel to Jamaica. So Jamaica is a recognizable country and stuff like that because we welcome everyone to come visit with us and enjoy the beaches and you know eat your favorite food and you know relax, have a drink, mm-hmm. you know, a red stripe or two. <laughs> <laughs> yes. The Johncast is a production of KYW News Radio Original Podcasts, and it's made in Philadelphia by Tom Rickert, Brian Seltzer, Myron Kaplan, Holly Stevens, Bibiana Correa, and me, Sabrina Boyd Circa. Special thanks to Michelle Neal, the other Philadelphia co chair for Team Jamaica Bickle, Tamara Williams Gale, assistant coach from Miko University College, and Coach Neil Harrison of Jamaica College. Now that the 2023 Penn Relays are over, Team Jamaica Bickle is jumping right into planning for next year. They're always fundraising and looking for more volunteers. So if you'd like to contribute in any way, head to teamjamaicabickle.org. We'll have that link in our show notes, too. Follow us on Twitter at The Johncast, where we'll be posting some pictures of the races. And for more stories like this, 
follow us on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. And if you like what you hear, we would love it if you could leave us a rating and a review. Thanks for listening. We'll be back with another story soon.